We play and call it work. Mini Wargamer Dave here from MiniWarGaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. Today, we have a very special guest. You may have seen him before on the YouTubes. You may have seen him in videos that are painting or otherwise. You may have seen him possibly on Mini Wargaming a number of months ago when we did a collaboration. Or maybe you haven't heard of him. If you haven't heard of him, then you are hiding in a corner of the internet where <laughs> very little of the Wargamers uh, are attending. Uh, without further ado, this is Miniac. Uh, this is Scott. Welcome, Scott. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. If you haven't seen me in those places, maybe you see me under your bed as the boogeyman because I'm everywhere. As the, the Baba Yaga uh, yes. of, of the painting. So, okay, so I, I got to ask, like... I mean, how many? How long have you been doing the YouTube channel for uh, for Miniac? Uh, in January, it'll be six six years. Six yeah. years! Wow. Yeah, it's either five or six. I can't remember. Um, I started as a New Year's resolution in January on the first of January. I remember, so it's pretty easy to remember like the intervals. Um, and I think it was twenty. 14 so at the end of this year it'll be six years yeah six years okay all right uh so i i think when i reached out to you was that about a year ago it must have been about a year ago that i reached out to you maybe close yeah to possibly yeah yeah so it was only shortly before that that i had seen you online uh and i mean looking at your stuff uh what was the video that i saw that got it was it was Josh actually. He showed me one of your videos, uh, and I was watching it. And I'm not I don't typically watch. I got to be honest. I don't typically watch painting videos, but the way in which you did your painting video, it seemed like it seemed like you were a YouTuber who happens to like painting minis, as opposed to <laughs> you're like a painter of minis, and then now you're making YouTube videos. It kind of felt like the other way around. Just the way you made the videos, and it was like. Man, I, I don't even care what kind of what he's doing in the video. I just want to watch the video. It just it's somehow it's like pulling me in and it's very entertaining. So uh, uh, thank you for that. You have a fantastic channel, I must say. And uh, obviously a, a lot of people feel the same way. What is what's the inspiration behind your style of making videos? Like, What's your background in making videos? Yeah, absolutely. Um... Before we get into that, I just want to say that, you know, I've always been aware of Mini Wargaming and I've always been aware of you, Dave. But when we first uh, started to chat about doing a collaboration, I was so pleasantly surprised to discover another person in the miniature hobby that's like into like the craft and the art of making like narrative shorts and skits like mm -hmm. in the fantasy world and related to miniature painting. That was so cool uh, to have that kind of discussion and that, uh, that relationship. Um, but yeah, Thank so you. for my channel... You're definitely welcome. For my channel, uh, so about six years ago, uh, I've been making videos for a long time as a hobby. Uh, I've been making video video game videos about like uh, games that I played like when I was like in high school. I had like a collaborative channel with other friends where we went over things like tech and gaming and all kinds of stuff. And then yeah, six years ago, I did the whole the whole miniature painting YouTube thing as a way to combine interests in in both hobbies. Right and um, at the time, all the videos on, on YouTube uh, were mostly just people with a webcam that had a lot of knowledge and wanted to share it with the world 
um, but didn't want to necessarily go through the, the annoying process of writing and editing and all that stuff. And so I wanted to make videos that I would want to watch for myself. Right. And so I kind of did that whole process that I was familiar with from the past doing shorts and skits and things like that, but kind of more toned down for YouTube. So yeah, that's kind of where it started. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I think you you described it well there. Where it's they they feel like they're skits. It's you're watching an episode of a show, as opposed yeah. to watching a oh this here's step one of how to paint this. Here's step two. Like it's that's not that's not the video, right? It's it's really how do you I don't even know how do you describe it? Like you're it's it, it's kind of like an experience. It's like you're 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 beside you. I'm beside you as you're painting your stuff, and as all this like random crap is happening around you and at the end there's like a painted mini that's that's that's, that's what it feels like uh and, and it's great it's great it's like a very okay. re- refreshing way of uh, seeing the, the content be presented right and also the lighting and the camera work like it, it's you could tell that there's there, there's skill and that there's experience there behind all the stuff that you're making and so that makes oh, that you. makes sense you have the your, your video making you said skit making do you have filmmaking uh, experience? Did you go to film school? You know, I didn't. I took a couple of film classes at college because uh, I, I like, I love movies. I love the process of making movies. Um, I've uh, taken part in making skits outside of YouTube. Not many, maybe like two or three. Some of my friends are, are like more into it. Like they've gone to college for it. So I kind of just like, I'm involved in their productions in small ways. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like a, I'll get water for people. I'll clean up. I'll, I'll, I'll do basic things if, if they need it. Um, but yeah, no, no formal experience. Just a lot of meddling around, a lot of reading on forums, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Just like just dabbling here and there, just out of sheer interest of, of filmmaking. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, that's that's great. Fantastic. Uh, so here's another question: Would you be? Uh, would you want to do a film? Film. That's a silly question, right? Of course, is the answer is of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Um, no, Dave. No, I don't want to do a film. <laughs> Speaking of, I just saw you in a feature-length uh, doc about miniature painting. I've, I, I, maybe it's called Miniature Painting, the documentary or something. Miniature Wargaming. War okay, yeah, I yeah. saw you in the trailer, and I was like, yes! And so I have to rent that and watch <laughs> that at some point. That's, that's super cool to see that. You're located in the States, right? Yeah, Minnesota. Okay, so Amazon Prime has it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then all a bunch of other, like Apple TV and, and all that. So, yeah, last week I did the uh, the, the stream with... Joseph Piddington, the filmmaker, uh, and mm. that was, dude, that was like four, four to five years ago, that, Whoa. that he came to Mini Wargaming and interviewed uh, myself and Matt. Actually, we're both in it, and ugh, it was like I, to be absolutely honest, I forgot about it because it was so long ago. And then out of the blue, he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, the film is done, and there's distribution for North America. Uh, are you guys available for a call, for a chat?" and uh, yeah okay let's let's see what this is about i totally forgot about this you know there's a kickstarter for it and everything and super cool and i watched the film and it's it's a it's a straight up documentary that like you would see on netflix or on like yeah you know it's awesome like it's so cool uh so yes yeah uh and you know what and here's the other thing too i don't know if you uh do you have an imdb page no no uh you should totally start one because (laughs) It's I don't know why, but as a filmmaker and as like someone who likes film and when you see like, uh, you know, credits in things on IMDb, mm-hmm. for some reason, it just it, it's like it's a different feeling 
you know, we have the miniature painting hobby and then we have the filmmaking hobby. And it's just that that's like it's like little feathers in the cap in uh, mm. in the filmmaking hobby end of it. That That's just how I feel about it. So it's super cool when he like contacted me and, and did that. So and that's cool yeah. how you saw that. Where'd you see it? Yeah. Was it just random that you saw it somewhere. So he emailed me about it and I immediately put it in the show notes for my podcast so we could talk about it in the news segment. And I have a skit coming out uh, sometime, I think, in quarter one of next year. And hopefully I'll be able to talk about that movie in the skit because it kind of kind of works if you're interested in the skit about miniature painting. You're probably interested in a documentary about it as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he just emailed me and I was like, this is this is everything that I want. It was it was so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool, dude. Uh, and you would he's really uh, very humble filmmaker. You know, he's not he's not overbearing or anything. He's, uh, you know, super super polite unassuming guy you know just like hey cool let's let's hang out super chill guy and then he makes this massive makes this massive (laughs) film and somehow acquires like footage of peter jackson yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was so crazy to see that i saw that in the in the notes i was like no way like then i watched the trailer and i saw it It it's like he's sculpting minis it's it's so crazy (laughs) i know right it's just totally nuts uh yeah, so very cool project. And I think more projects like that need to be in the hobby. So, okay, here's a question for you, Scott. If you okay, if you could make a film and mm. that's kind of centered around filmmaking, whether it's a documentary or a live action something else story, whatever it could be, it could be anything. What yes. would what would you do? Yeah, I got an answer for this. I've already thought about this. Um I would love to do a Warhammer Fantasy Battle era video of a witch hunter hunting a vampire. Um, I have a skit like uh, written for like a short version of it, but like a whole narrative about that, like the witch hunter exploring various dingy towns and like Sterling and other areas of the empire to kind of hunt this vampire who's like feeding on the lower class of society. Like that would be very cool. It could be like a like a murder mystery. It could be a horror. It could be a blend. A lot of things it could, it could be. So okay. So would it be would would it be a comedy too? No, no comedy. Not a com. See, that's interesting because when I see your channel and I see you, I think comedy because of the way yeah. you present your stuff, right? Like, is there's yeah, a comedic yeah, yeah. element to it, right? So it's yeah. interesting that you should say that that it's not a comedy. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I want it to be dark and serious, and <laughs> maybe there could be some comic relief, but you know, it wouldn't be the main thing. Right, right. So it'd be a, a fantastical horror. Mm. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Who would you? Uh, who would you want to cast in it? <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. I don't know. I think I really like the voice of Jeremy Irons. Ah, um, yes. As the witch hunter, and then for the vampire, okay, like, if it's an old vampire, I feel like Bill Nighy crushed it in Underworld, mm. and I feel like he could crush it again. Yeah. Um, but if it's, like, a younger vampire, I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm not sure. Would Would you consider Joe Manganiello? I consider Joe Manganiello for, like, a thrall, like a beater vampire that kind of, like, protects the main vampire, because uh, okay. I think Joe is too obviously ripped out of his mind um it needs to be more subtle more, more lithe i think yeah okay all right interesting more of a i guess more of a slanesh vampire 
Yeah, like, yeah, a little bit more beguiling, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a female, too. I mean, I haven't really thought much about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's. Uh... <laughs> do you do you think about that stuff or do you not really? Do you not really think about filmmaking too much? Is it more so the hobby, more so painting, more so video creation? Yeah, I think at the front of my mind, it's more like what videos am I going to make for YouTube this week or in, in this month? Not so much the filmmaking thing. But every once in a while, I get I get the itch, and then I call up my buddies who are actually capable, and I have them over, and then we we write something, and then schedule a shoot later. And normally it happens maybe I might do like two to three skits a year, something like that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So then you have a you have a whole playlist of just straight up skits. Then, yep. So how many have you done? Um. I could go look, but it's probably somewhere in the order of 10. Some are more serious than others. Some include actual additional actors and had some writing. Some are kind of more off the cuff and shorter. So it kind of depends. But yeah, probably like 10 or so. You know what? Each one of those belongs on IMDb. <laughs> what? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. No, because there's web series. There's, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that oh, okay. I was very surprised by when I saw it on IMDb because you think of the traditional TV shows or movies, but it's not. It's like there's so much more type of content now that there is there's actual classifications for these things. Hmm, okay, yeah. I'll look into it. I didn't consider that. Yeah, no, you should totally do it because then then you start getting linked to other people in the industry, mm -hmm. and it's super cool. Oh. Okay, okay, this is my end to Hollywood right it's here. Your, putting my YouTube skits <laughs> on IMDb. So okay, so here's here's a neat one that. I, and this is why, because it's like the you know the the six degrees of separation that game. Have you ever played okay. that game? I haven't. I haven't even heard of it. I don't even know what it is. So it's like okay, it's back. I don't know. It's like twenty years ago, and like Kevin Bacon. It's like Kevin Bacon's been in so many movies that you can, if you're an actor, you can link yourself oh. through Kevin Bacon to someone else who's been in a movie, right? Yes. And so okay, so Gal Gadot, right, the Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. uh, in the Rangers film that I was in six years ago or five years ago now, uh, at there's an actor who played the, the main orc. His name is Lion Beckwith, who's in Wonder Woman 1984. And so okay. now I can link myself to Gal Gadot, which is super <laughs> All cool. All right. All right. <laughs> which Next is... step, casting Gal Gadot in one, of your, in one of your features. That's right. Now it's completely absurd because like, it's like, no, like not at all, right? Like, but like if you actually played the game, it, you could actually make the connection, which is, uh, which is dumb and, and cool at the same time. Uh, yeah, I like that. And so... Uh, yeah, so I mean, I totally recommend it. Totally recommend you to like start the IMDb stuff, and it's gets addictive after a while. It's like, okay, man, now that I now that that's been added, we got to add like stills from this from this oh. short, right? And then there's other people in the short, and then they get like IMDb profiles, and then people start to visit the IMDb page, IMDb page, and then the star meter goes up, and then it comes up with like other people's searches. And so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I had no idea that the conversation would move in this direction, but, uh, I love it. I love this. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, I recommend it. it's just fun. It's all for fun factor and, uh, okay. something may never come of it or something may, I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. You've uh, convinced me. Okay. So back to, back to you and your, oh, by the way, just like general bookkeeping stuff. So for those who are wondering about uh, the stuff up top there, we are doing giveaways today which we're giving away some Outriders. Uh, we're doing an open war deck, and we're doing the Monolith. Uh, that's what is shown that we are giving away today at some point in the stream. So at some point in the stream later on, we're going to be encouraging you guys to just leave a 
comment and it could be whatever keyword that we happen to give you at the time and it's completely analog and old school in the way in which we choose the winner it's literally done via mouse wheel and wherever the cursor lands that's uh, who is going to win uh, and also all super chat proceeds today go to the nocf to our friends over at the nova open charitable foundation so uh they're super awesome people who are thinking of others all the time so if you want to have a super chat comment you want to leave the chances of your comment being spoken and any uh, questions or comments that you may have for Scott, leave them. Uh, we may or may not get to your comments because there may, may be too many that come in, but uh, we'll do our best to get the, the comments and to read them and uh, interact with them. If not, all the proceeds from this episode today will go to the NOCF. So you know that your Super Chat uh, proceeds are going towards a good cause. Uh, all right, so back to you, Scott. Uh, so for, for your process, how many videos a week are you, are you making right now? Um, I don't know. I recently switched from doing one video a week uh, to making a video whenever it's done. And that equates to probably two to three a month. Uh, so maybe like one every one and a half weeks. Yes. I remember you making that video a, a few months back, right? It must have been a few months now. A couple or a few yeah. months. Yeah. And so how, obviously, if we're done for a, a reason, which is understandable. So how have you found it since? Yeah, um, there are some growing pains uh, uh, going along with it, like not negative things, but just like learning lessons for myself. Like I, uh, I can really easily follow a rabbit trail uh, to like, you know, down some path that doesn't need to be followed, like some strange like idea that I have. And I kind of have to like reel myself in sometimes because like what I want to do, like is, is oftentimes not probably the best idea when waste a lot of time. Um, like as an example, I have this video where I'm introducing friends who aren't miniature painters into the hobby and I'm showing them all the things that I love about it. And it's like a multi-stage process. We're playing Kill Team and to make the gaming experience easier for them, I created these PDF charts of their war bands that have all their stats, all their weapons, all their rules on one sh sheet or one double-sided sheet. So they can have that one thing and they'll kind of flip through other stuff to find their rules and making those PDFs for the four players that are in it took me probably like two days, so like 16 hours of work. And that I probably didn't need to do that. It probably was an easier way to accomplish that, a better way to spend time. But yeah, stuff like that. Okay, so uh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, we have a comment from a uh, the, the chat. Make more airbrush tutorials. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was like good at it, like maybe. <laughs> but like, I feel like there are other people like uh, Andy Wardle uh, over at, Cult of Paint, who are like really good airbrushers, or Angel Geraldes. Those guys are the guys you want to learn from for airbrushing. Yeah. Uh, would you? Okay. So, with your, how would you rate your own painting skill? Um, like on a scale of one to ten, where ten is like the best painter in the world, and zero is like I've never painted before. Yes. Uh, six. Six, six and a half. Six. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you could, you could definitely teach people that it came into the hobby, uh, and you know teach them techniques and stuff, and you know a bunch of techniques, and you're you're skilled. Uh, so that that's where you would place yourself. That's yeah, that, that's yeah. a tough question, right? Because let's say you were yeah. the best in the world, how could you say ten? <laughs> oh well, well I'm a ten out of ten, of course. You know how <laughs> how would you answer that? So it's kind of a maybe I should rephrase. What are you most comfortable doing in terms of painting? Mm like subject matter or technique or, or, or what? What about comfort level? Like, uh, 
yeah, like te technique wise, like uh, what's your favorite thing to do? Like airbrushing or, uh, you know, wet blend? Like what would you say is your, your go-to, this is my tool set and I like to use these most often. Yeah. So I think uh, for me, probably the most comfortable is when I'm painting 32 millimeter Wargaming miniatures exclusively with a brush. Um, the airbrush was something that I introduced into my arsenal a couple of years ago, and I'm still kind of learning um, exactly where the airbrushing work should begin and end and where the brush should pick up the rest of the work. But for now, if I was like, if I wanted to paint something to the best of my ability, I would use an airbrush to prime it, and that is it. Everything hmm. else would be brushwork. Okay. Uh, so, by the way, a lot of people in the chat, they're like, they're disagreeing with you. They're saying that you're a definite nine. No, nope. not, not you a guys six. Get on Instagram for for ten minutes, and <laughs> I will drop down to at least a seven. There are so many amazing painters in the world that I look up to. Uh, they're awesome. And, and they're like, well, if he's a six, then I'm a two. There's a okay. there's a bunch of those. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, your stuff is. Uh, I mean, you know, I think that I think the interaction and in the 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 views and everything, the engagement, kind of speaks for itself, right? Because you're 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 doing mostly painting videos. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call them yeah. painting. Are they? They're tutorials. No, they're just they're not traditional tutorials. They're they're just painting videos yeah painting adjacent videos <laughs> yeah. yeah i like that it's you know it's actually it kind of reminds me of uh uh, uh jeremy black magic craft because he it's a very similar style only he does terrain in mm -hmm. a very similar style that you do painting it's uh you just you taking people on for a journey and at the end of it here's the painted mini and at him it's like here's the here's the train piece i just made yeah <laughs> and you kind of yeah, don't absolutely. know how you're gonna get there like uh, <laughs> as a viewer as a viewer i don't know how you're gonna get there but but you get there and it's it's super cool and it's fun to watch yeah yeah well, i appreciate that thank you yeah me and jeremy were, were good friends he came over to my house one time and we, we hung out for like a week and, and made a video for his channel and for my channel and he was on the podcast yeah he's a good dude yeah he's a he's a Canadian boy mm -hmm. yeah he's in uh winnipeg right yeah yeah, he was on uh, the shrine a couple weeks back, and yeah, learned a lot about Jeremy. So super cool stuff, and and that's what I love. You know what I love that about this hobby? How there's like, there's the crossover, right? There's the collaborations. Yes. That's yeah. just that's just super fun. Like uh, yeah. ah, okay, hold on. Oh, I got a Charlie horse. <laughs> oh God! Ah, damn it! <laughs> ah. Not now! No! Why now? Ah, <laughs> that's so bad. This is the first. I love oh. this. <laughs> oh, it's so painful. Ah. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta stretch. Oh, this. Oh man. Okay. Uh. Yes. This. This is good. This is giving me inspiration. Okay. All right. Okay. I think we're good. I think we're good now. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh, dumb. Dumb stuff. But so, okay. Th there's an example of something that would happen in one of your videos. It's like you're doing something, and then, okay, bird flies into the window and splat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I'm gonna use a new color of red, like something like yes. that. Like that's what just what would happen in one of your videos. <laughs> yeah, I like to embrace the chaos every every once in a while. I think recently I had like a tube of paint, and I was like trying to show like how thick the paint was in the tube. So I was like I was kind of like squeezing the tube a little bit, and uh, I don't know why, but there was like a little puck of paint 
in the very top. And so when I gave it a little bit of pressure, it just like shot out everywhere. And that is definitely going to stay in the video at some point. That, that's just, that's too funny to not include. <laughs> so, okay. So that actually leads to my next question, which I think is answered already. When you make mistakes, you leave them in the video. Yeah, largely. Uh, oftentimes mistakes are like the, the main narrative of the video, like uh, in the Renegade Night Titan video. I feel like one of the mm -hmm. main pillars to walk away with was if you're going to commission something, uh, you should probably uh, anticipate you're going to spend longer on it than you think so that you like charge the right amount of money. That was one of the big learning lessons. So, yeah, definitely keep the mistakes in. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love it. it. It makes it more uh, relatable, I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, was that done by design at the beginning or you're just like, oh, OK, well, uh, it's in there now. Like, like, <laughs> like how how did you decide to just keep that and that would be part of it? It'd be part of the process. Yeah. Like it's the mistakes being part of the process. Um, I don't know. I, I want to say that I'm probably I can't think of who I'm inspired by, but I'm inspired by other YouTubers that have done the same. But also it just so. OK, there are people like Serastro that create content for a certain audience. Um, that have like a specific game and want to see how to paint things in a certain way. And Serastro will go out of his way to paint multiple test models before even filming the final thing to have a, like the best uh, paint plan that he could possibly come up with. Whereas I will just paint something for the first time and put it on camera and kind of show you how to work through a problem. And I feel like both videos have value and they serve different kinds of people. And I just wanted to see kind of more of like the I'm solving my own problems videos Whereas the other kind already had a great resource servicing that, that audience. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So Derek Bleh says it takes steel <laughs> and emotional security to leave mistakes. And I just uh, junked the video. That happened to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there are certain things that I don't show where I make a mistake because, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to like inundate people with information such that they can't remember anything that you're talking about. So some things I'll keep in, some things I won't keep in and some things will become like the main point of the video. Kind of, you know, a video kind of takes shape as, as I paint the model. I can't, uh, I can't write a script before doing the artistic thing that's going to be in the video. Cause I learned so much about what's going to be in the script after having actually done it. So I don't know. Um, okay. So, could you explain that to Tegas123? Yeah, I just saw Tegas said, I never know what Scott is talking about. <laughs> That's a problem. That's my fault. What, what do you mean? I don't get it. You, you speak pretty clearly. I don't get it. Uh, but <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess it would be the same words, right? Uh, so... Uh, what's your what's your favorite army? Like, do you, do you do you play in addition to paint? Yeah, I, I would say that I would love to play more than I do, and technically I do play, but I probably don't do it as much as you know. I don't play like once a week. I play like three times a year. But I wish I wish I played more. Yeah. Um, favorite armies right now though: Legion of Blood for Age of Sigmar, Wanderers for Age of Sigmar, and for uh, 40k. I love Dark Eldar. You uh, love my yellow painted dark Eldar, Dave. Um, and also, wait, wait, um, what does that mean? Wait, <laughs> what, what does that mean? Yellow, the color? Uh, here, I can get one for you. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. 
Oh, no? No? Wait, hold okay. on, hold on. Are you talking about Dark Eldar? Are you calling something else Dark Eldar? I'm, I'm saying Yellow Dark Eldar. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, yes, then I'd like to see it then. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I love Dark Eldar and Sisters of Battle. I kind of have a thing for Sisters of Battle at the moment, but I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna last or if it's not gonna last. We'll see. Eh, what? Why wouldn't that last? Um, well, I don't know, because like there are always times where I want to buy something, but depending on how expensive it is, I'll like kind of wait. I'll give it like a month or a week or two months, depending on how expensive it is, to see if I actually like it. So right now. I have a, a kill team for Sisters of Battle, but not like a full army. And I'm waiting to see if uh, I just decide that it was a, you know, a summer fling thing or if it's, or if it's you know, <laughs> sticking around for the real thing. Okay. All right. So, you know, I, I, I can dig that. Yeah. You know, it's Slanash is close to chaos. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Instead like, of Kevin Bacon for you, it's like degrees of separation between whatever we're talking about and chaos. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it just happens to be that. Like, you know, it's funny how it works that way. Like a few weeks yeah. ago, I was talking to Jeremy, he's putting together this Nurgle awesome diorama table. And so it's like, mm -hmm. he just happened to be doing that. I didn't know it beforehand. And so he tells me that. And then awesome, amazing. And you happen to do this Dark Eldar, which is funny. You say yellow, he kind of freaked me out. I thought it was Tau, but no, it's not. <laughs> so that's, that's fine too. Uh, yes. Uh, banana Dark Eldar run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fear the yellow dark yellow, absolutely. And apparently everything is tied to chaos. So uh, just so yes. everyone knows, just so everyone's aware, <laughs> that's a very important distinction that we must make. Uh, okay, so any model, if you could paint any model right now, what would the next one be? Hmm, I think it would be... <laughs> Such a dramatic knuckle crack. Oh, yeah. No, this is serious. I'm honing in right now. It's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. Um, I think it had to be Neferata, uh, the the Mortark of Blood herself. I've always loved that model, and I love vampires. Okay. So, yeah, that one. Yeah, vampires is your is your thing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Do you like Creature Caster? Uh, you know, monsters kind of scare me. So, I like... I like models that have defined beginning and ending areas. With a monster, it's kind of more like a canvas. You know, you got to make a lot of artistic decisions, and that's uh, I'm not I'm not into that. So I'm kind of you know I'm into the 3D coloring book. So I like I like things that are more defined. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, I, I I can I can appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Uh, witches. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, so. Okay, in terms of sisters, what what's the uh, what do they call them? Are they orders? Like, there's order of the bloody rose. There's uh, mm, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, thank you. All, the, all of those things. All those things. So, what is your? Do they call them orders? Like, what are the different? Yes. They okay. So, what's what's your preferred order? Mm, I don't know if I have one. I just uh, I'll I like the scheme I have been experimenting with, which is kind of like a red metallic i know there's a red one i don't know if red metallic has an order name mm. so i'm not sure uh but yeah kind of the red metallic is, is one that i've been experimenting with lately and i like yeah okay that's pretty cool firehawk maybe firehawk okay yeah yeah that's uh, that's what tom price thinks so i'm just thought i'd throw that in there uh okay thanks tom <laughs> 
major orders at your service. Uh, you know, it's it's funny because seeing uh, having having you on having a bunch of uh, kind of the hobby channels on recently, it's it's inspiring me to get back into the into the hobbying aspect of this hobby because that's that's going back to my roots where I started making terrain tutorials. Um, oh wow! Thirteen years ago, holy cow! Which is nuts. Uh, but yeah, th- those were the first videos that I made. And I mean, we're talking about leaving mistakes and basically everything was a mistake and yeah. everything was the first time I ever did it. So I was like, all right, this is, uh, this is how you come up with this in the end. And, oh, and I, I did this and I made this mistake. And, uh, that was just uh, a matter of if I, if I cut out all the mistakes, there'd be no video left. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean yeah that's another consideration is if it's all mistakes then you have no content left but i just did a little youtube search here for mini orgaming dave terrain and the first video 10 years old how to make orc log terrain for warhammer 40k is that you yeah that's me 10 years old yeah. Hundred fourteen thousand views let's go buddy that's a lot of views yeah Jesus. that's like grandfathered into the algorithm that that has no business <laughs> no business having that like it is bad that is like uh that's got to be like uh like 480. Uh, <laughs> 480p. <laughs> yeah, 480. yeah, I think it's square and it's super pixelated and lighting is trash. Like you you look at that, it's like, oh boy, this is when YouTube was basically just invented. And uh, yeah. yeah, people had, uh, you know, we had this uh, camera back, one camera back then. <laughs> it was a digital camera. We had a digital camera that we All were right. able to do stuff with. And we used a Firewire to uh, you know connect it to the computer at the same time because that was oh, uh, dang pretty pretty uh, awesome tech that we... yeah <laughs> firewire that's new stuff eh yeah that's right <laughs> that's the technology you know it, it would only take 40 minutes to <laughs> to upload to dump footage from the camera that was like five minutes long like it was super yeah. fast so yeah yeah like a one gig sd card maybe <laughs> two gig maybe who knows <laughs> uh yeah that's like the super, they were like a hundred bucks back then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, that, I mean, cause I had a lot of fun doing it and that's cause I was a landscaper before I started wargaming, Right. Okay. And, uh, I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to just do stuff I know in real life. So I'm going to make hills and trees and rocks and not that I make those in real life, but like, that's what I'm used to working with. Right. So that's yeah, how it just yeah. evolved. And, Oh, by the way, if you ever make a terrain, if you ever make a gaming table and you mm-hmm. want to add sand to it as like a base texture material, yeah. ma- make sure that the sand is not wet when you add it. Uh-oh, what Be- happens? It just like becomes as thick as you place it on and it's mm-hmm. it's like a death scrape surface <laughs> afterwards. Because the whole surface becomes like this and as thick as that. And you can like oh, okay. scrape your whole arm on it after, and it's oh, it's like sandpaper essentially. Ah, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, like five grit sandpaper where it's like <laughs> gouging you, and, and it's super heavy too and impractical. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All so right. uh, I'll avoid that then. Yeah, that was, uh, and also don't have a cat in the background when you're allergic to cats because that also happened yeah. to me too. Yeah. Oh gosh! Wait, is this all in this 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 terrain video that I just looked up? The, the orc tower? No, no that that one was like later on when I was. 
So hold on. Orc Tower. That might have yeah. been when I had my kid sis on making helping with the train tutorials and at the beginning we'd like present all the materials and then I'd go off and then she would be left doing everything and I'd come back <laughs> and I'd be like, Hey, you're a pretty good terrain maker and she's like <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. And I did all the work here, Dave and Yeah. That's yeah. a pretty good gig there. Just have someone else make the thing and then you just shoot it. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, she actually said one time because she would record her voice at the same time, right? She's like doing the steps and kind of making it up as she's going along. And she's like, okay, now I got to cut away from myself. Otherwise, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you'll get in trouble? I'm not going to, you're not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to yell. At, well, maybe I, I'm not going to yell on purpose, not meaning to yell, right? It was just like being emphatic because it's fun because you're making this stuff and it's all awesome. But uh, right, yeah. right. Lots of fun, lots of good memories, and so it makes me want to do that again. Like to see all, all this like fun stuff you guys are doing, and like seeing yeah. all this inspiring stuff, like this painting. I I don't paint with airbrush, but I know that if I were to get into it, I would really really like it. I would really enjoy it, and I would probably go on this like explosion, all or nothing. Everything must be airbrushed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have? Do you have an airbrush? Yes, I have okay. uh, an airbrush. Okay. I was I was gonna offer. If I send you an airbrush for free, you'll make a video about your experience airbrushing. Oh, see, now that might be different because mm. I have an airbrush, but it's it's not mine. Okay. I don't use so it. Saying, you know? Okay, so you're saying that I should send you one. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, if okay, if you deliberately sent me an airbrush, then I would be obligated to use it, right? Yes. And yes. I'd be like, okay, all right, Scott, send this to me. So I got to I, – I got I really got to – I got to use it now. So, all right, so – yeah, even though I want to, and now I real now I really have to. It's like I want to and I have to now. So I would okay. be doing all this stuff, and it would be just this one fumble fest of me going through trying to, and like all the airbrush people is going to be so cringe to watch it because they'd be like, no, 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 you got no, you're not cleaning it properly. Oh no, thin it down. Like there's going to be a ton of stuff that I, I just know. I just know the comments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you got to frame the video that way. Like, hey, I'm a beginner. I'm gonna make mistakes. Let's do it together. And then you just kind of just destroy your first airbrush then you get a new one and... <laughs> how to destroy your first airbrush there you go that's the that's a fantastic clickbait title oh my gosh about that yes speaking of which uh your titles what's the thought process behind your titles yeah okay so clickbait in terms of thumbnails and titles is definitely a thing on youtube and it's kind of a divisive thing sometimes people uh don't appreciate the whole clickbait thing but from like a creator standpoint, and I'm sure you can understand this, when you spend like a lot of time making a video, you want to make sure that it reaches like the most audience that it can, mm. um, which is kind of like a dangerous thing because certain people will be like, well, certain videos deserve that and certain other ones don't. It's like this whole thing that's not even worth discussing. So yeah, titles are pretty much just like, how can I like entice you to watch it, the video, um, while also vaguely describing what the video is about. Mm. Um, that, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, okay, can you give me an example of a video that you've made and the title of the video and what the video is about? Yeah, okay, we can do that. Um, let's see here. Okay, here's one. About one month ago, where do you buy sexy as fuck minis? And that one is about all my favorite, like, boutique display miniature brands that uh, sell, like, large-scale resin figures. So, yeah, kind of like that. Mm. 
Obviously, the word sex is in the title, so there's some appeal there. No, I don't know, man. I'm kind of just guessing as much as you are when I'm doing this kind of stuff. <laughs> ah, okay. Interesting. Oh, you know, here's another one that got, got some flack. Stop using color theory like a dingus. Um, <laughs> why, why did that get flack? <laughs> uh, well, okay. People don't like aggressive titles. You know, like, oh, some of, like this YouTuber is calling people a dingus. It's, you know, whatever. Um, but also, it might imply that the whole video is about color theory, when in reality, it's just about one concept of color theory. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a dangerous game, clickbait. <laughs> I love. Okay, that actually, that that's another thing too. When I sometimes I look at your titles, and I don't even have to, like I, I look at it and I laugh because I I know, I just I I can kind of it's like it's almost like I'm reading into you're like presenting your mind almost like this is this is a representation of how I think, uh, yes. and this is in title form for my videos. Like what's another one? How to something? Don't be a pleb. Don't be a uh, like. There's a lot of that type of, uh, and so that's where like the YouTuber thing comes, right? Like, okay, he's a YouTuber who paints minis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, so yeah, that that was my most popular video. I think it's how to avoid messing up and looking like a pleb. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because yeah, it's very YouTubery. You're right. It yeah. definitely is. No one wants to look like a pleb. No one. Definitely yeah. not. And I, I have to say, uh, the word pleb has been developed since starting because a decade ago, that wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't? N- not that I have seen anywhere. Okay. Yeah. I think that's gamer culture. It's got to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, it's a good word. We need that word in the hobby community. So I'm glad to have grafted it in. So yeah, no regrets. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, I kind of like, cause you, I mean, you mentioned before, right? Like you play games, right? You're, yes. you're into gaming as well. So mm-hmm. do you, do you find that the gamer culture kind of spills over a bit into the videos, gamer culture, uh, vernacular? I should say, not oh. cu- not culture, not uh, more so like or influence, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, sometimes you might see like a gaming stream in the background of like while I'm doing a talking head, like for like a split second. Um, the pleb thing I hadn't even realized was gamer vernacular until you just mentioned it right now. So I'm gonna guess there are probably other instances of that occurring, but I just don't know because to me it's like maybe saying like things like GG, like good game, like like as a you know like. I did something and now it's over. GG. Mm. Um, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I have to look at my, my videos. Yeah. Cause it's like, there's, there's gamer vernacular and then there's like miniature war gamer vernacular. Right. And I think, uh, you have helped to kind of combine like, cause ple- pleb isn't new, but it's kind of new to, cause being a pleb or a plebeian, like that's just a thing, right? That's British, uh, slang. I think, I think that's yeah. where it originated from. So like, yeah. But it, it's just funny to hear it so much. Like, I see it everywhere. It's like the reticular activator is going nuts. Oh, there's plebs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know noob is, but that's like, it used to be newbie. And then it became noob. Yeah. 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 And then it was, uh, it was something else too. I can't think of anything now. Yeah. Two more plebs needed. Caesar, <laughs> two more plebs needed. <laughs> Roman for commoner. Okay, there it is. British slang 
for your enumpty. That's interesting. Someone said that. So plebeian is a Roman word. Is that what someone said? I think that's what they said. Yeah. Huh. Roman commoner. Yeah. Okay. So it's not British, or it is a British word for it. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, it's a it's a term being used. Clearly. <laughs> It's a term being used. It's, yes. It's a word. It's now in the <laughs> Ethernet. Uh, so Latin, not Roman, but yes. Okay. A lot of correction happening in the chat. So Okay. That's yeah. good. They're keeping us on our toes. I think so. Yeah. Came to correct Dave about pleb. Uh, great chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm uh, certainly the first to admit when I don't know something. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Okay. Now, about your stuff, where do you see, because it, how, how long ago was it that you made the switch from doing your channel part-time to going into it full-time? A little over a year at this point, probably a year, a year and a half to a year and a quarter, somewhere in there. Yeah. And so how does that, is it what you expected it to be in terms of? what you would be doing? Uh, is it, uh, are you enjoying it more? Are you enjoying it differently? Is it, uh, is it stressful? Is it, uh, is it a good stress? Like how, how would you say that it's, it's evolved? Yeah, that's a great question. Okay. Um, so, uh, to be honest in, for that first year, it was not more enjoyable. Um, and I, I had to kind of sit back and, and think about what kind of videos I was making and why I wasn't enjoying them. And kind of what I figured out was all the videos I, were, I was making were all, a lot of them were sponsored content, um, but that's not really the biggest issue. The biggest issue was that they were sponsored content that would dictate what I'd paint. Hmm. So they'd be like Kickstarter models or new products that would come out or, or things that were like new in GW's uh, arsenal. Instead of just painting what I wanted to paint. Mm. And so then I was like, okay, this is a problem. Let's fix this. So then I transitioned from, you know, doing the weekly schedule just to making a bunch of, you know, fun videos that have been on my to-do list forever. Um, just making things that I want to make. Because kind of how it worked was like a Kickstarter brand would reach out to me. And they'd be like, hey, we're doing this campaign. Here are the models. Like, which one do you like the most? And I uh, look at the model. But, okay, what, what can I do with this? That's what the video is going to be about. Hmm. But instead, now I just have a topic that I want to make, and I find models that work for it that I want to paint. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that transition has been super healthy for my enjoyment of the hobby, and also the, my enjoyment of making the videos and, and the whole process. Um, I'm not out of the woods just yet. I have one more sponsor video left. Um, I'm not painting uh, one of their models, but where the timeline is dictated. Right. But once that's done, then I'm just going to be home free making a bunch of weird videos that I've wanted to make for a long time. But yeah, so we're in a transitional period right now. What's the best way for people to support your channel? They like your content. Thank you. Um, there is a, I have a website actually that details it all. It's miniac.co slash pages slash support. But to summarize it, the, the best free way to support a YouTube channel is to watch the videos, interact with them in the comment section, like them. If you uh, 
don't want to spend money, but you want to give monetary support to YouTubers like myself and also like Dave and Mini Wargaming, you can get Chrome extensions that will whitelist YouTube channels. So you watch ads for certain channels, but not all of them. Interesting. Um, but the best way is probably Patreon. They take the, the smallest cut and I see, I see the most return. From Patreon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And by the way, I saw what you did there. That was uh, very uh, uh, kind and altruistic of you to throw it back at me. Uh, so it's very clever. Uh, I mean, it's your show, man. Like, no, know, dude, this is this show. Things. This episode's all about you, man. Like, this is like uh, uh, getting to know like you and your channel, and to kind of kind of like open up your brain and to to see why you do the things you do. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah. I might be leaving earlier than I thought I was going to. to uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me talk about that. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, and just so for those who are watching, uh, I've included links to Scott's channels, all of your stuff uh, in the post. So if you're watching this on Facebook or, or YouTube or Twitch or even Periscope via Twitter, there's links to his channels. There's links to his website, his YouTube, his Patreon. Uh, and I think that's... Yeah, there's one more in there. I can't remember. It might be Facebook. So many uh, links. There's a lot of links. Yeah. So Patreon is definitely, and uh, for for Patreon people, do, is there a Discord that they get access to? Yeah, at the cheapest tier for two bucks, and all the other ones up, you get the the Discord server. And I think right now we're at 800 or 900 members. It's a, we have a lot of fun in there. There's like a a point system where when you paint models, you you get points. There's like a leaderboard for the top 10 highest points and like your name changes as you get more points and you kind of hit like higher ranks. And then every quarter we have like quarterly challenges that give you like bonus points. So I think uh this this month it's it's a model at the paint a model it's uh 80% or more medals in NMM and for bonus points, you can do Chrome NMM. So like you see like sky reflections and earth reflections. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fun things going on in the discord. Sky reflections and earth reflections. Yeah, it's like a Chrome thing. So like this ball uh, has like, it reflects everything that you can see almost like one-to-one, -one, like a mirror. Whereas this uh, ball is more rough and less reflective, stuff like that. Oh, okay, I see. Interesting. I like how you had the balls there <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you were going to mention that. Yeah, uh, I'm making a video right now and just use them as like props. So that's why they're there. No, that's that's perfect. Uh, I love it. Um, okay, so uh, let's uh, before we do the, uh, before we jump into the giveaways, uh, let, let's uh, just as a reminder, guys, uh, for all the super chat comments that you guys make today, all the proceeds will go to the NOCF, and uh, so. Super chat away as much as you want, as much as you feel like. They're great folks over at the Nova Open Charitable Foundation. They're always doing things for other people. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's just a great way of giving back, especially in our, our hobby, our community. Uh, they're they're great. Uh, Lori, Mike, like they're, they're, they're fantastic folks over there. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and they do raffles from time to time. If there is an ongoing raffle, there's just a straight... Uh, donate to the charitable causes because they have a number of different charitable uh, causes that they they contribute to through their foundation so mm -hmm. fantastic stuff uh and if we don't read your super chat comment your the proceeds will still they, like they all go to the nfcf so just uh it's all good even if we don't happen to read the comment so now let's go on to the giveaways and part of the giveaways is doing the chaos comment bomb because that mm. is just tradition as it is uh, with the Shrine of Chaos. And so for those of us who are not 
familiar with a chaos comment bomb, this is what this is. I'm going to get a, a give a link here in the uh, chat and that'll bring you to a YouTube video. I'm going to just like spam it here a bunch of times just so it's like unquestionable. It's going to be in the chat. So you have the whole block of links there. That'll bring you to a YouTube video. Leave a comment. The comment could be something like uh, Dave and Scott, Dave and Miniac say hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Uh, Scott says to paint more Dark Eldar models or uh, <laughs> Dave wants you to collect Chaos or whatever you happen to leave, as long as they know they've been chaos comment bombed by the Shrine of Chaos, that's the most important thing. Uh, this particular YouTuber, who is recommended by Scott, is a miscast. So I've seen miscast a couple of times before, and uh, I hope his comments are, I, I doubt they are, but I hope that they're somehow linked or notified on his phone, because then his phone could just like be blowing up right now. <laughs> that's the, the best this case scenario fantastic absolutely i see i'm looking at the uh, updated views now on his uh on his video and it just so happens to be like the latest video that he posted which is like a day ago happens mm -hmm. to be kit bashing weird nurgle stuff like it and and, and you you Perfect. didn't plan that did you plan that when no I, I had no idea no you just like hey this is a youtuber that'd be cool to chaos comment bomb. and then yeah that's uh super cool I love how it works out. It all it all goes back to the chaos every time. Uh, yeah, every time. Every, without fail. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just for fun, I'm going to refresh the comments. From awesome. Okay, so. All right, so about a little over 100 people there commented. So last chance to comment because it's, it's kind of like a paying it forward before you uh, possibly get a giveaway. That's the way I like to see it. And thank you guys, because without you guys, obviously these chaos comment bombs would not be possible. Okay. Oh man, I'm watching the chat right now and many people are saying that they have commented. <laughs> there are lots and lots. Okay, yes, that's uh, uh, it's a decent amount of comments. We're uh, coming up on almost a couple hundred comments there. What? <laughs> on, the, on the YouTube video. So now, Miscast, uh, you've worked with him. Have you worked with him? Yeah. Um, yeah. Me and uh, so we we've done a terrain project together. Um, we're kind of in we're kind of in constant communication, just talking about like video ideas and stuff like that. Because um, I love his videos in terms of style and, and presentation and editing. He's a he's also a very unique uh, creator that has like a really interesting eye for for video editing and construction. Um, mm. So yeah. I'm always chatting up with him. Cool. Yeah. And I, that's a, uh, you've worked with him. You've done a video collaboration. Yep. What's the name of that video? Uh, I think it's where I'm making a diorama inspired by, uh, hell. Um, let's see here. I bought a bunch of books. It's called creating hell. Uh, I bought a bunch of old books that like describe hell vividly. Create hell. Uh, like, um, yeah, creating hell. And so that one, me and me and him both tried our best to create hell in miniature form. And it was kind of like competition, but really just, we just wanted to make a video together. Oh, cool. Awesome. That is, that is sweet. I love, I love stuff like that. Uh, oh, I see. I'm, I'm scrolling down. Now. I'm looking at the stuff, the essential terrain crafting gear with uh, black magic. I'm looking at some of the, uh, and uh, Squidmar looking at that too. So lots of collaborations mm, nice. with different channels. Absolutely, yeah. He's going to be on the shrine in the new year. 
Oh, uh, Squidmar? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so uh, we can look forward to that. Uh, right. Yeah. Now for some giveaways. So, Scott, if you could do the honors yes. of choosing the keyword that people need to type in in order. <laughs> what should the keyword oh. be? Moist. <laughs> Moist. Okay. <laughs> What's the... That's a very uh, ASMR word, you know. Uh... <laughs> oh, so many moists in the chat. I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, in the meantime, to give people some, uh, you know, time for the internet to catch up to them, in case they haven't uh, heard this yet. The name Miniac. What was the uh, why? Why the name Miniac? Where did that come from? Yeah, it's a portmanteau or a word combo between the word miniature and maniac. Is it just Kinda that? Like, is there no other reason other than that? That's the only thing. It's it's just that. Um, I am a maniac. Yeah, everyone. I mean, like anyone can be a maniac. It's not a name that I own. I legally, legally, I own it. So you can't steal it from me. But spiritually, I don't. It's not a name I own, except for legally. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, all right. So three. Okay. This is the mouse. Do you hear this? Can you hear it? Uh, we can hear it. All right. All right. So that's the mouse wheel moving back and forth. All right. And three, two, one. Boom. Marcos Castellanos. Congratulations, Marcos. All right. I got to write this down. It's very uh, high tech way. Marcos. Moist for the moist god, yes. Castellanos. Okay, so this is the open war. And that is a viewer on YouTube. All right, okay. So next. Next, next. Let's do... Let's do some Outriders. All right, you guys ready? Outriders. What should the word be here, Scott? Okay. Let's let's do pleb. Why not? <laughs> okay. Sure. Why not? Or, or why not? <laughs> just pleb it up. And uh... so, just pleb. Not a moist pleb. Just pleb. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yes. Just a pleb. Just a pleb. Okay. All right. I don't. I, you know. I think that. It, it, the word moist is very polarizing. You either really, really love it or you just, it, you're disgusted by it. Like it's <laughs> one or the other. Uh, and more often than not, people are just disgusted by it. Uh, I find it's actually yeah. rare, rare. You find a, a true. I think my inspiration for using that word are some of like the old school French directors who like made audiences squirm with their videos like it wasn't like always an enjoyable experience um and so i, I kind of want to do that i kind of want to be a little a little torturous but not not too much that's the right amount of torturous just trying the, to think of that guy's name just the right amount uh <clears throat> french director french filmmaker yeah filmmaker that was like super old like i don't know probably 30s 40s who would make videos that have no, not videos movies that have like cuts that are way too long that to make you feel awkward intentionally uh it was really kind of strange and he had a french name 
Yes, very French. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out right now. From the 40s. Yeah, really, really old. Maybe, maybe even actually, I, I don't know. I can't remember. But here, I'll, I'll figure it out. Interesting. All right. So in the meantime, I'm going to uh, choose the winner here. All right. Three, two, one. Uh, Caltoon ninety eight on Twitch. Caltoon ninety eight. Congratulations, Caltoon ninety eight. Caltoon ninety eight. All right, and that's on Twitch. And that's the Outriders. Okay, by the way, uh, Marcos Castellanos, what you'll need to do is email us support at miniwargaming.com and uh, provide us with your name, shipping address, phone number, and such. And also, let us know that you won the Open War deck because between now and then, I will forget. And so... Uh, it's very important that you put that. And uh, good thing Google owns YouTube because then we will know that it is you who is emailing us. Um, by the way, that's actually never happened. There's never been a time when someone has like, oh yeah, it was me, I won. Like, uh, dude, because we, we just see their name, right? Um, okay, and uh, Caltoon 98 winning the Outriders. Send a message on Twitch. Send, a, send me a whisper on Twitch and uh, then I can have these Outriders sent out to you. All right, so next. Oh yeah, did you find the name of the director? Oh, I can't. I can't find it. I'm finding ones that are like that are newer. We have a monolith. It's a. Uh, this is a, a biggie, a big one. Ooh, then uh, obviously one of the new ones, right? Yes. Yes. Nice. It's one of the new, new monoliths. Uh, okay. So, uh, what what should the keyword be this time? Hmm. Is pew a thing on your channel? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like, say pew. <laughs> I kind of love it though. I mean, I feel like maybe the the it can't be a phrase, right? Like it can't be like paint more minis or something like that. It could be. Let's do it. Paint more minis. It could even be hashtag paint more minis. Whoa, okay. That's confusing. I don't know how to use the shift key to get the pound sign. We'll just do paint more minis with spaces. <laughs> okay. Uh, paint more minis. Do, uh, you sell, you're, you're selling swag and stuff. Is that, do you sell it on a store or is that through like Spreadshirt or something? I do it on, uh, on a store. My lovely wife uh, is the one who does all the packaging and, and label creation and shipping, and you can find it at miniac.co. Nice. For the artwork on your t-shirts, how is that created? Do you do you do it? Do you have someone, do you have a special artist that does it? Like who, where does that come from? Uh, so uh, my Instagram feed is like 50-50 miniature painting and 2D illustration. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of artists that I follow on Instagram that have like uh, different styles, like wildly different. And I just kind of go down the row and, and hire each one after the other. So I think all of my art, maybe except for like two designs, are all done by different people that I just follow on Instagram. Cool. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Okay. It's going to be uh, Kazazi. Sorry. Zazzy. Sazazzingski. <laughs> 
and I apologize because I have for sure butchered your name. If that is indeed your name, uh, if it isn't, then that's yeah. you tried to tongue twist me and you succeeded. Zazzy Sazadzinski. Okay, that's a little. When I do it like per syllable, it's a little easier. Uh, that's a that's a Facebook viewer right now, and that's the Necron monolith. Oh, that's cool. So you have some way of like cataloging all of the entries across all seventy thousand of your different streams into one area. Yes, all of the four. Yep. Uh, there's. Uh, yeah, it's uh, OBS just consolidates all the comments into one. Uh, so, uh, Zazzy, nice. Zazzy, uh, you'll need to send a message to uh, the Mini War Gaming Facebook page. I got to really clarify there: not the Facebook group, not the Mini War Gamer Dave Facebook page, uh, Mini War Gaming Facebook page. That's the message that you'll need to send, and uh, with your shipping address and uh, what you won as well. Let me know what you won. Because five second memory. Uh, so congrats, and uh, yes, I agree. Uh, all should paint more minis. That's uh, heck yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And how how many minis would you say you paint a year? She's a good mixture of like speed paints and also display model paints. So depending on the year, it's between fifty and a hundred. So it's not a lot. Like. If you were to ask that question to Vince Venturella, mm. it would be like probably over a thousand each year. That guy's nuts. Now, is that his thing though? Does he do speed painting? Like that's is that his thing? Uh, no, he he does all kinds of stuff. Uh, I think his thing is he's just he is endlessly painting. Wow. Uh, he embodies the slogan "Paint more minis." It's it's crazy. Now, where that's your logo? That's your slogan that you've that is now your slogan. Yeah, yeah. And where, where, what was the inspiration behind it? Oh, yeah. So the inspiration was from Tabletop. Um, Will Wheaton, I think at the end of his Tabletop videos, uh, Geek and Sundry would say, play more games. And so I say, paint more minis. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, You know, it's kind of like uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, the, the, his podcast is called The Joe Rogan Experience. And mm-hmm. I recently saw, like, you know, where, where did the name come from? He's like, well, it was Hendrix. It's Jimi Hendrix experience. That was, oh. a, that was his concert. That was his album, right? So that that's he's a Hendrix fan, and so that's where he got the inspiration for the name of his podcast. So it's just like that yeah. makes sense. No secret, like that's where it came from. So yep. pa- paint more minis. Will Wheaton, paint more minis. Will, <laughs> Will Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, wow, inspired by Wesley Crusher. Wesley Crusher is that the character he played on Star Trek? Yeah. Oh, speaking of Wesley Crusher, I recently saw Stand by Me again. Uh, you know, watched it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Interesting movie. It, uh, I mean, it, it holds your attention all the way through. Okay, is it interesting? Like you're saying, watching it a second time, you realize things you didn't realize before. Well, watching it as an adult versus watching it when I was a kid is like I understand it all, and I'm like, huh, how was I allowed to watch this as a kid? <laughs> and there's like things in it that it wouldn't be in a kids movie today. It's well, no, it wasn't a kids movie back then. So 
but it has kids in it. So it's it's just an interesting movie where they don't really make movies like that anymore. Yes. Right? You know, like, yeah. No, I had a similar experience. Uh, okay, I'm going to out myself a little bit. I recently watched. I can't remember. There's an old cheerleading movie. It's a comedy. It's called Bring It On or F You or something like that. (laughs) It's from the 90s. 90s comedy movies, you cannot do the things that they did in the 90s in the comedy movies now and get away with it. No. No. Crazy stuff. So, yeah, I had a similar experience. Yeah. There's just so much that is not done anymore. Yeah. And I would say it's like for the good and the bad. It's like, oh, it's good they don't do that. It's like, man, it's too bad they don't do that. Like, it goes both ways, mm. you know? Uh, Definitely. <laughs> uh, bring It? I think it's called just Bring It. Oh, yeah, Bring It. And then there's one called F-U, but that's a newer one. It stands for something university. So I can't remember, but you know, obviously <laughs> it all stands for something else, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Body by Stephen King is what Stand By Me is based on. That's right. Oh, it's like okay. a short story, I think. Okay, so is it is it? I've never seen it. Is it kind of like a horror, or is it is there? Is that no, not it? Not a horror movie. It's a coming of age story where there's uh, mm-hmm. four, uh, like twelve year old boys, and they're on this search for this dead kid, and they actually go on a journey. Like they bring their sleeping bags and backpacks, and they journey across town, and they have to evade teenage bullies and police and junkyard dogs and uh going through rivers and getting leeches on them like it it was a it's a journey like it's a whole it's almost like a it feels like lord of the rings but no that's a bad analogy it's it's a journey It's, it's just a movie where these boys go on this journey it's a coming of age story and like stuff there's dramatic elements and yeah, it's it's good. It's it, it actually okay. it keeps you. It keeps you interested. You're like, huh, this is a it's an interesting way. Yeah, teenage bullies, the scourge of the '90s. Uh, okay, <laughs> that could be a tagline for the movie. Uh, yes. Yeah. Only the it takes place in like the '50s. Does it take place in the '50s? Like the actual. Wow. Yeah, like it. It's it's older, and it's the pacing is not like it's not like Fast and the Furious pacing, right? And at the same time, right. it's not super slow either. It's just it's dramatic pacing. Right where you can kind of get lost in the movie. It was a simple yeah. time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can appreciate that because YouTube kind of teaches audiences and also myself that like you always gotta be like, like speeding up the pace of your edits so you can maintain engagement. And sometimes it's nice when you watch a movie like like that or the Florida Projects that's like a slow burn. Yeah. Um, that keeps your attention but isn't like just rushing around all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I really, I've come to really appreciate the slow burn. Uh, have you ever seen? I'm assuming you watch. You're you're a movie fan, and you watch movies often. Yep. Uh, yeah, fairly often. Fairly, I think often enough, right? Uh, there is a recent movie with, uh, okay, Spider Man. What's the what's the uh, Tom Holland? The new one. Yeah. Okay, Tom Holland. Okay, yeah. okay, so not the new Spider-Man movie, but a movie that he's in called, I think it's called The Devil All the Time. Oh, I've heard of this. So that's a good example of a slow burn movie that builds and builds and escalates and weird, random, bad things happen that are dramatic and shocking. 
and you you can't help but continue watching to see this world unfold and when i say world it's like what years it take place this is another movie that takes place in like the 40s it's like a period piece yeah it's a period piece yeah and like I, I was watching, I was enthralled the entire time, and it's longer. I think it might be two and a half hours long. It's just like you're watching, and like, man, talk about it. People are evil. Like it was just this weird experience, and like, and then, oh man, these people that aren't evil, they do evil things, and it's it's fascinating. It is so fascinating, and it was it was neat seeing him in a dramatic role too, where he, because uh, he's good as Spider Man. I think he's good as Spider Man, but seeing him in like a dramatic proper movie. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, he, he's got acting chops. He can, you can really believe that he is who he was in that movie. And uh, it's got a pretty star-studded cast: Jake Gyllenhaal, Jason Clark, Robert Pattinson. Um, yeah, I'm gonna add that to my watch list. Which, by the way, if you don't have the app, if you're a, a movie watcher, the app Letterboxed without an E, so L E T T E R B O X D, Letterboxed is so good for. Rating, reviewing, and maintaining a watch list. And I use it all the time. I freaking love it. So how does that differ from uh, the IMDb? Um, or what, what are the differences, I guess? You know, I don't know. Okay, I'm, I might make you upset right now. But I'm more of a Rotten Tomatoes man than an IMDb person. Because I just don't like the user interface of IMDb. Okay. Like, no one gives a fuck about this, right? No one cares about like comparing movie review websites and apps but yeah so i don't know i i've never used imdb i did have a few friends that that transported their imdb ratings to letterbox and have since then continued to use letterbox maybe that implies something i don't know um but i'm, I'm really happy with with that app for kind of yeah cataloging my movie adventures hmm. yeah uh you know it's funny because ultimately i i go on i go on i see ratings for movies if i haven't seen them before and uh, ultimately, I'll watch it if I want to watch it. But it's always mm-hmm. interesting to see the user. I, I never look at the critics. I always look at the user reviews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. You know, there's, oh, this movie's great. It's the best ever. And all oh, it's horrible. Waste of two hours. If there's like, because there's going to be that no matter what. If it's yes. overwhelmingly, oh, this is awesome. You'll love it. I love it. I was surprised by it. Whatever. Like, if there's an overwhelmingly, I'm like, okay, it's probably a, a decent movie. If it's overwhelming in the opposite direction, it's like, okay. Um, I'll probably feel similarly, but it looks interesting enough. I still want to watch it. And right. Yeah. In the middle, I'll probably still like it. Yes. You know, I think we should start a movie reviewing podcast, Dave. I, That's kind of what we're doing right now. It is kind of what we're doing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's all it's all laced with the the miniature painting and the chaosness. Uh, okay. So now, although there's only three giveaways here, kind of like scheduled or uh, uh, advertise rather I always like to do a couple more just for loyalty sake because there's a there's a few people that dropped off because you know there's only uh, there's some people that watch only for the giveaways and that's a sad thing that really shouldn't mm. happen but for the people that stay and watch because they come to support us uh, that this is what happens and and they know that oh you guys know it this, this happens often and it's funny because it's the same people it's the same people that drop off that never know. They, they just never know that this happens. <laughs> okay, it's going to be a big one. Let's do the Silent King. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Silent King. 
yeah, it's a, it's a big one. It's it's going to be. I like your reaction because. What, what, it's a cool what, model. What would you do with this guy? Would you would you paint him, or would it be one of those you wouldn't paint? Okay, so that model is a whole lot of model. It's very scary to consider painting it. I might paint the guy in the center, but nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's cool. The whole thing's awesome, right? It's awesome, but it's just like, man, that would take me like forty hours to paint. <laughs> it's like, do I want to invest that? It's you know, there is a lot to this, man. There's yeah. so much. Yeah, it's because I've recently got back in the painting with doing my corn orcs, and uh, it takes long to paint minis. Holy, it can, yeah, it definitely can. Yeah, it's it's rewarding, it's super rewarding. Uh, all right, so Scott, once again, what should the keyword be? I think I've run out of things. How about this? How about Miniac? Just type in the word Miniac and you'll be entered in. Yeah. Yes. We that satisfies my ego. Yes, <laughs> Miniac. <laughs> oh, actually. Oh, man. Tendies. Oh, oh, wait. Can it be Tendies? Can we, can we change it? I'm sorry. Oh, I just baited. I just baited hundreds of people. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you say Tendies? Yes, and Chicken Tenders. Oh, okay. Tendies. Right. Well, uh, I gave the suggestion, and then you said the answer. So, tendies it is. Tendies it is. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay, so tendies. So Can I win this if I get in here? Sure. Sure. Okay, I'm going to type it in each of the live streams. It's going to be four entries, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I guess, I guess <laughs> technically if it I would be. It. If I win it, I won't, I, won't, I won't take it. I'm just kidding. If you win it, you'll re re give it away. Yes, absolutely. Tendies. Okay. Thank you, uh, Trent, from Miscast for the suggestion. Oh, did he did just he... did he just give it? Uh, yeah, he's he's been hanging out. I think since we chaos bombed him. Oh, chaos really? Comet bombed him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did that wake him out of his slumber? Yes, he has awoken the beast. Nice. Now he's in. You said he's in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he doesn't sleep at normal times. He's, uh... I, I have no idea when he's sleeping and when he's awake. It's it's random every single day. Now, when you say, do you, like, normal for us or normal for him, that would be normal for him. Ooh, like, normal for him. Uh, so not at night? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he sleeps at night. I think he sleeps, like, maybe, like, three hours between, like, 1 and 4 p.m. his time, and then, like, maybe, like, another two hours at, like, 12 to 2 a.m. Like, I have no idea when he sleeps. Ah. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's choose the, uh, the winner here. Okay. Tendies. So many tendies. I love it. Uh... Okay. Uh, three two one we're gonna go lord of blades on twitch lord of blades congratulations congratulations now lord is uh, spelt with a zero for the o and a zero for the of or it could be capital i don't know or maybe it's capital o's where the o's are instead of zeros i don't know that looks confusing but lord of blades is what you're spelling nonetheless lord of blades on twitch so on Twitch, send me a whisper with uh, your shipping address and your email, phone number, 
and the fact that you won the Silent King. And then this will be shipped out to you. Uh, Silent King. Congratulations. All right, so uh, so uh, just to mention, last thing, last, uh, thank you, Scott, for being on the Shrine today. It was a blast. It was fun getting Absolutely. to know you and uh, kind of see, see the maniac mini world that you are. <laughs> uh, and uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed uh, this journey that we've gone on today, kind of learning, learning who Scott is and uh, how Scott came to be in this in this world that is how we somehow brought a youtuber into our hobby <laughs> uh well yeah I, I, let me just say uh, thank you for having me on uh mini wargaming and dave are like pillars of youtube and the hobby put together they have been around for so long and inspire so many people for so many reasons so thank you for doing what you guys have been doing for the last decade plus uh it really means a lot to me and, and to everyone in chat I'm, i i definitely assume well, you are a good person who likes people, and that shows in the videos. <laughs> and uh, where here's the compliment tennis. I'm, I'm shooting it back to you. Uh, and so, just uh, for you guys uh, to support Miniac, I've included links in the posts. So, in case you're uh, just jumping on or have uh, not heard me mention this before, there are links to his channel, so to his Patreon and website and Facebook page and uh, YouTube channel in the post that you're watching this from right now, whether you're watching on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook or on Twitter. So check him out, check out his channel, subscribe to his channel, support him on Patreon, look his stuff up and uh, encourage him to start an IMDb and, uh, <laughs> and to make more stuff. And uh, yeah, so that's it. Thank you much, everybody. Uh, stay tuned next week, 1 p.m. Eastern time for the Shrine of Chaos where there will be, uh... yeah, we're doing it next week. I was just checking. Because not over the holidays. Uh, yeah. Any last words, Scott, before we go? Uh, can I scream into the mic? Uh, yes. I will remove headphones. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Brain more That's it. <laughs> Turn into a Nurgle demon at the end. <laughs>